Welcome to the Mo Therapy Podcast. Glad to have you here. A quick reminder that you are inherently worthy, and this is not a substitution for therapy. Additionally, any technique I suggest is an invitation, not an expectation. I am but a therapist in training, and I say this because I want the very best for your mental health. Normally, I give an aha moment, a fun fact, and a question to ponder. But I'm going to do something a little different this time. It's going to be a shorter episode simply about self-care. Because hurt people hurt people, and self-care saves people. I have been noticing a resistance to making another episode because my last podcast was 26 minutes long and I spent 14 hours making it. I recorded, edited, and published it twice. The first one, I was super tired when I recorded it. And there was a line where I talk about how I'm a positive and energetic person, but on the one I deleted, if you listen closely, I sounded exactly like Ben Stein, the monotone economics teacher at Ferris Bueller's High School. And I had so much great content in that episode, I feel like it would have been a disservice to the content if I kept the delivery as it was. So I recorded it, edited it, and published it a second time. Ira Glass has a really great quote that is also a YouTube clip that you should totally check out. It's called Ira Glass on the Creative Process. I found it by literally typing in Ira Glass YouTube and it was the first thing to pop up. But this is a short excerpt from it. For the first couple of years you are making stuff, what you're making isn't good. It's trying to be good. It has the ambition to be good, but not quite that good. But your taste, the thing that got you into the game in the first place, your taste is the killer. Your taste is good enough that you can tell what you're making is kind of a disappointment to you. You know what I mean? You can tell it's still sort of crappy and many people quit at this phase, but you have to keep going. Again, this is just a short excerpt that I wanted to share because it resonates with me in this beginning stage. I can see that what I'm making isn't as good as I want it to be, but I allow myself to put it out there into the world knowing that over time it will improve and I just have to trust the process. Perfectionism is the enemy of progress. Last week was midterms and this week is spring break, so I feel inspired to talk about what self-care looks like to me. You may have heard before that self-care isn't all about yoga and bubble baths. For me, self-care is something I do to have better relationships with people and as a way to remain joyful and present. It can be found in the simplest of things and it's truly a partnership with your body and your mind. Sometimes your body will say, I'm afraid! And your mind has to be like, that's a fake spider, don't be afraid. And sometimes your body will be like, I'm exhausted and I need a nap! And your mind will be like, yep, that sounds about right. Like so many things in life, it's about balance. So I'm not saying that you have to act on every single signal your body tells you, but if you treat your body well in the small things, it's going to be there to help you with big things. Here are some examples of what self-care looks like to me. Self-care looks like going to eat lunch before finishing yet another errand. Self-care looks like searching for articles, books, or workshops that might help me understand myself better. Self-care looks like allowing myself to cry and not feeling I need to fix anything. Self-care looks like making it a game that every day I search for something that brings me or someone else joy. 
Self-care looks like realizing that I need a break from information and I listen to a D&D podcast instead. Self-care looks like saying no to something even though I have the time for it, but I don't have the energy or the desire. Self-care looks like allowing my body to get the sleep that it needs multiple days in a row and not feeling guilty that for the last two days I've slept 12 hours each night. Self-care looks like sleeping 10 hours and feeling kind of groggy when I wake up and being like, yeah, I overslept. I'm going to get up earlier tomorrow, but I'm glad I'm feeling more caught up with my sleep. Self-care looks like working out even though I don't feel like it. Something that has helped me recently is to tell myself that the best time to work out is when I don't feel like it, when I'm feeling resistant, because there is something inside me that is holding me back and I need to move in order to release that energy. It's kind of like taking out a splinter. Yeah, it hurts, but it's going to feel so much better once it's out. Self-care looks like getting a two-hour massage and the next day going to the spa and the next day scheduling another massage for two days later. Scandalous, I know. But sometimes our bodies need more TLC and sometimes it needs less. I used to feel super guilty when I cared for myself and my body still asked for more. I felt like I wasn't strong enough, like I was becoming weaker, and this desire for rest will last forever. It's like I just took care of myself yesterday and I need to take care of myself again. But nothing in life is constant except for change and healing is a cycle that has no timeline. Your body will let you know when it feels like the tank is full again. I noticed that every time after a big push for work or school, I'll sleep a ton, like 12 hour sleeps back to back, but that's my body's way of restoring itself to normal. I will get to a point where I feel groggy after waking up and think, yeah, I don't need that much sleep anymore. If I create space to listen carefully, my body tells me what it wants. And if I can give it, I'll give it. I'd like to equal it to using chapstick in the winter because it's given so much to me. And this story isn't about chapstick containing petroleum that actually causes your lips to be chapped, so don't at me. But every winter, my lips would get so chapped and I would try so many things and be so irritated that I needed to continuously apply chapstick. I felt there was something wrong with me that my lips wouldn't stop being chapped and I wanted to heal them ASAP. But then one winter, I just decided that I wouldn't fight it anymore. I would drink a ton of water and put on chapstick whenever my lips felt chapped and not worry about needing to fix it. And guess what? Sure enough, they stopped being chapped. They were chapped because it's winter time and that's what happens to my lips in the winter. There's nothing inherently wrong with me. It's just what bodies do. So instead of thinking that my body was some sort of defect, I gave it what it was asking for and it gave back. Great! Our bodies go through cycles and that's totally normal. I feel like this relates as well to people who are afraid to cry because they fear once they start, they'll never stop. These people haven't allowed themselves to experience a full cycle of their emotions and are fighting against something that's totally normal. You know what's also so great about self-care? Is that hurt people hurt people. 
and in your liberation is my liberation. That is something I heard from gender non-conforming poet and performer Alok, and they've really given me some life-changing perspectives. They have been interviewed a ton, so you can easily find different podcasts that they're on. And they also have two poetry books and one book called Beyond the Gender Gap that equips readers with the knowledge to counter the rise of anti-trans discrimination. But that's where I'm going to leave it for today. I hope good things happen to you and that you allow yourself to listen to what your body needs and that you're kind to yourself. I'll leave you with a quote from Alok. They were being interviewed and the interviewer asked Alok about messing up on pronouns. And Alok responded, when you mess up, which you will because you're human and you will mess up gloriously. And when you mess up, you say, I'm sorry. And when you mess up again, you say, I'm sorry, I'll try harder. And that's what love is for me, trying harder. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I will see you in two weeks because I have work and school. So go take a nap. You deserve it.